country, which is surrounded by India on all three sides, and we have Bay of Bengal. The third country is Bangladesh. And here is the map Bangladesh. Um, Bangladesh is the the biggest delta in the world. What is what is delta? So delta is basically any geographical land that is under the land from seaside and ocean on the land. Um, as you can see in the Bay of Bengal, which is the sea that we have, is actually go uh, if you go further south, it's the Indian Ocean, and it's basically surrounded by India from all sides, and we also have uh, Nepal and then. Uh, or Myanmar to the south of us. These are our neighboring countries. Next up, I will talk about firstly the geography of Bangladesh. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe a lot of you are interested in geography when learning the culture of other countries. Bangladesh culture is actually affected by geography a lot. But why is that? First reason is. Bangladesh is not a very big country. It's only 700 square miles, and um, if you if I compare to the United States, um, where I, where I the exchange program three years ago, so United States have a Iowa, which is like um, quite medium in size. It's almost the same in the size of Bangladesh. In the whole United States, and there is six states in there. And Bangladesh is just only one fiftieth portion of that. But this being such a small area, there are seven hundred more than seven hundred rivers in this country, as you can see in map. Um, you can see how many how much river is it's all in the spider isn't so seven hundred square miles, but more than seven hundred rivers. Isn't that crazy? Let's give now some overview, some of the facts about Bangladesh. Um, does anybody in the comment section want to guess um, why I have shown the picture of uh, this animal over here? Why is it special to Bangladesh? Anyone in the comments? All right, I will listen up to that, and uh, you will get the answer to that very soon. So, starting up, the full name of Bangladesh is People's Republic of Bangladesh, and it became independent on 16 December in 1971, and we got our independence from Pakistan. So, before 1971, Bangladesh used to be a part of Pakistan, which is known as East Pakistan. The capital of Bangladesh is Dhaka, and it's 110 years old. It's very old. It's one of the in the world. And the other language, or you can say the first language of Bangladesh is Bangla. Um, you remember when I started this presentation, I greet you all saying Shubhoshangha, and that's a word from Bangla. Um, as we get more forward, we'll get to hear about that. And besides, People learn English as a secondary language as well, starting from people and also in emerging schools and high schools. Okay, 
So let's talk a little bit about more of the weather of Bangladesh. Um, Bangladesh still has very similar weather to Indonesia. It's uh, tropical, it's sometimes very hot, and summers are really humid. Um, temperatures are always on 8200 As I heard about Indonesia, yeah, it's more an equatorial which has more like a um, what I know a men's summer and a little bit less hotter summer as I know. And another important there is a lot of rainfall throughout the year. And another important thing about our weather is um, there is quite mild breeze going around most of the time of the year and you can really enjoy that when you go to the village areas or around the rivers. Uh, let's talk about some of the quick facts about the people of Bangladesh now. So in Bangladesh, the gender ratio is almost uh, equal. And it's mostly uh, Muslim majority with 89% of the population being that. And we also have Hindus and Christians and Buddhists. And uh, most of the people, as I said, Bangladesh is a region which is like uh, only 20% of it is urban areas. So the huge 80% of areas in only countryside and just raw villages. Obviously, we have a system where um, like 45, 50% of the profession, the people are dependent on farming or agriculture. So agriculture is a very important part of uh, economy. And one thing I mentioned before, that 4% of the total population is already aged between five and 30. So lots of young people at this moment. And 5% of them are students. Now, the most welcome interest part, and let's talk about uh, of people from Bangladesh. I don't know if you, um, many of you might not have seen clothing of Bangladesh people, but this is most of the people wear um, for women, the dress that you can see over the shari. Uh, and, and other Asian countries too. But probably our designs are slightly different from the our neighboring countries. It's a little bit more simple and stuff like that. So and what about the male? So the dress you're seeing, the man wearing in shirt called Panji and the outfit on the top is called Panjali. It's more like a long, a long shirt. It's our traditional clothes. And in both the pictures, the man that is wearing underneath the shirt is it's called Lungi. It's most common and traditional outfit for wearing um, instead of jeans and pants. You can say. Also, the world of Bangladesh, where um, the women especially, when they actually go out to work or play flat, usually prefer to wear more comfortable flat, um, which 
this one you're having the thing in this picture is called Dora Kamis. And yeah, here is a even more fancy picture of Shari. You can see all the beautiful colors. Um, Wicklets, red and white because so there is a significance between this, this color of the shari. So red and white are the main theme color. Our one of our main festivals called the Bing New Year. Um, it's like in Bangladesh, we also have a separate calendar apart from the visual English calendar we over the world. Um, according to Bengali calendar, the first day of summer, which is always on the 14th of April, is known as the Bengali New Year. And usually on that day, uh, all the women around the college wear this kind of shirt. And the little girls, they wear this kind of dresses and sour tummies and sharis. These are also in red and white on the Bengali New Year. And see, you have more pictures of Panja. Um, there are fashion houses in Bangladesh and designing is becoming a very prospective um, profession for many of the people in Bangladesh because um, this actually holds our traditional Google and at the same time it's getting introduced to the wider community around the world. As you can see, as I talked about Lungi a while ago, so this is more like a piece of wool. It's more like a wrapper that you just wear around your waist and you tie it around your uh, waist and then you go up like this. And the picture that you're seeing over here is also from the festival of Bengali New Year, or we call it in Bangla, and this are the work on me. And uh, one thing I didn't mention is since Bangladesh is a Muslim country, so many of the, some of the people, not the majority, but they also wear um, Islamic clothes, like uh, burqa and hijab. So a lot of women maintain this rule of doing cut cover up their whole body and in many cases their faces too with hijab or burqa. Okay, so this is uh, another side of the culture is, as you can see, the young generation. As I mentioned, very part of my presentation that um, a lot of our energy of Prabhanga at this moment comes from the lifestyle that has been in existence for the last 20 or 30 years, which is made up of the people mostly aged between um, like 15 plus. So what's so special about that? See, since this 20, 30 years, um, a new part of our culture has been into existence. Like so far, what I have said about my culture is or culture that showed more dependency on the traditional clothes and traditional um, practices that they do in their everyday. See, you can see something very interesting about their clothing. So, recent times, 
the people have been more influenced Western culture. See, they are wearing shirts and um, if you look at the best of the shirt, the salwar kameez women are wearing over here. It has a lot of influence, or you can say improvisation from the uh, Western hosts of, um, you can say the mini talks or like that. Uh, this is a picture from our Bangladeshi school. So most students in Bangladesh, um, where they go to school, have uniforms, very particular uniforms. Um, I would really like to know about what this was that the same in Indonesia as well. Okay, now let's talk about some of the iconic things in Bangladesh. Firstly, it's talk about our national our national bird, the magpie robin. In Bangla, it's the doyle. It's a very beautiful bird. You can mostly see it in time. Uh, if you come around the cities or the villages from February to April, you can see this little, it's a really sweet voice. Like, um, people say that when you wake up in the morning listening to the chirping of Macabin, it's really beautiful. So here is now the answer question that I asked a while since for you guys to get the conversation. So Royal Bengal Tiger is actually the natural animal of Bangladesh. And you know, many of you who are interested in biological science, you might know the Royal Bengal Tiger, or simply tigers in general is getting almost extinct around the world. And at this moment, the largest population of the tigers that are remaining are still in Bangladesh. And they mostly belong to the uh, forest of Shundarbon, which is in south of Bangladesh, and also it is the largest mangrove forest in the world. Our national fruit is jackfruit. Um, probably you guys have this fruit in Indonesia as well. Um, special thing about jackfruit is a summer fruit. You can have it during April to May. And why this called for food is because it's cheap and it's a food that is passed on to uh, people, to the most common people in Bangladesh. Um, you can have jackfruit on uh, itself. You can cook many dishes with the uh, seeds inside jackfruit. You can see on the picture in the right. And also you can have it right. Our national fish, Elish or Hilch, so as I said in the early part of my presentation, there are many rivers in Bangladesh. So uh, it's very common that we have a lot of fish and it's a very common part from farming. And English is a very tasty. Uh, if any of you ever come to Bangladesh, and you must, you cannot miss like <coughs> having fried illich after rice and along with rice, it's the best thing you can taste about Bangladesh Talking about cuisine, the story a little bit more. fact about Bangladesh is that just in Indonesia, our main food is rice. Here, people have rice for most of the time. Many people take all three percent of the day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Uh, people have it for just for lunch and dinner. We have something different and uh, breakfast. We'll talk about that later. So what do we have with rice? As you can see this pattern, um, these are actually mashed vegetables. Mashed potatoes, mashed um, eggplants, and mashed papaya. So Bangladeshi people have, have a very vegetable rich cream. They have it with rice and um, it's very spicy as well. <laughs> All right, so this is rice. Um, we boil it in water. And bang another um, property about Bangladeshi rice is it's dry, large grain, and it's not really sticky. As you can see, we also cook, apart from fish fry, we make very beautiful curries with them. And uh, on the left is called uh, from, yeah, yeah, right, it's very delicious. So on the left, you can see it's rui mat or it's a rui fish cooked with mustard curry. And on the right, you can see it's a tomato, uh, I think it's a tomato coriander mix. A uh, small fish curry, which is very spicy and it's very fun to eat too. It's very tasty. Uh, as you can see, these are some of the vegetables that we have in Bangladesh, and we make different kinds of vegetable curries with them. Um, a good thing, actually, important thing to us Bangladeshis is the presentation of food that we do. It doesn't only have to taste good, we also like to make it very presentable. Um, one thing is that it make it very much colorful and we make curries of three food vegetables together. It's one kind of fusion that we do uh, to make our food more interesting. We have brinjals and kinds of gourds and all that stuff here, okay? All right, so, oh, sorry. Apart from fish, we uh, in Bangladesh since so you can say middle age, uh, let's say ever since the 14th or 15th century, when the um, emperors from the Middle East countries came here in Bangladesh, they introduced um, the intake of different kinds of meat, including beef and chicken. I think chicken was already there, but you know the type of uh, spicy beef curry or the chicken curry that we have now. It's not much influenced by the, um, the Turkish or the Afghani sultans or the kings that they came and set their empire during the um, 12th to, to 15th century in Bangladesh. Since then, this is a second most common food after the fish and vegetables. Uh, a while ago, I was saying that many people don't have, especially around the cities, um, you can see it in most households that we don't have all three times in the day. Usually, in breakfast, what we have is this, what you can see in your picture. This is called roti and porota. Yep. On the right, you can see is roti, and on the left is porota. So what is the thing about this? These are basically flat bread made of wheat. Um, on the right, you can see we just... Um, what do we do? We, we just give it a little bit, uh, we bake it a little bit on our stove, but on the right, uh, on the left, what you can see is the same thing, but you fry, if you fry that on oil, it becomes porota. And both of them are really tasty to eat. 
and this is what we basically eat when we have uh, the beef curries or the chicken curries. It's real fun, and it's also my favorite. Now, let me welcome you to my scene where I live. This is Bangladesh capital. Okay, what do we have fun? Yeah, we have fried curry with masala. Yeah, yeah, that is really, that should be really tasty, isn't it? I know. Um, actually, at that time, many scholars and many um, common people also used to come from other Asian countries to Bangladesh, in, even including Indonesia. And you know, Bangladesh has this characteristic that their cuisine is actually affected by um, country, people from the countries of different parts of the world which came to Bangladesh in the last um, a thousand years, last thousand years. Bangladesh has a mixed culture, which is made up of different Asian traits as well as um, things that are come up from outside of Asia. So as you can see in the picture, um, Dhaka city is really, really, really busy. And uh, you can see the variety of vehicles. Uh, I really can't zoom, really sorry that I cannot zoom in more, but as you can see my mouse pointer, see this little vehicle over here? This is a most iconic thing about Bangladesh, um, what will I say, culture, because this vehicle is called rickshaw. Let me see if I have more pictures. Okay. Yes, here we go. Look how busy the streets are. And you can see so many of these fancy vehicles. I don't know if you have seen it uh, in anywhere else of the world. I'm not sure if there are similar vehicles in Indonesia, but this is, uh, sorry, a man-powered tricycle, you can say, which has a carriage at the back, and like about two or three people can sit at the back. And this has been there for about, since the birth of Dhaka, you can say like, like last 300 years or so. Rickshaw is the most beautiful thing you can see in Dhaka city, and it's really fun to sit on a rickshaw and explore around the busy streets. Or even on a, Quiet, silent night. It's really fun. Uh, to have, you can really feel the bees a lot, and it's really fun. If you guys ever come to Bangladesh, please. First thing you should ride is a rickshaw. <coughs> Excuse me. So this is an aerial view of my beautiful city that I live in. Is this view is actually probably quite near from where I live in this city, and so many buildings, as you can see. Bangladesh is actually very popular, especially Pakistan. It's like, uh, let me give you a number. Mm, about 200 square kilometers is Dhaka, the size of Dhaka city. But, uh, can you guess how much people live there? All right, let me answer to you that. About 20 million people live in this little city. 20 million. Yeah, that's right. And look at the magic. Uh, this is how Dhaka city looks at night. It's really beautiful when you get on a tall rooftop in uh, any of the buildings and you can see amazing view. 
And uh, this is our National Parliament House, also called in Bangla. What? Two times of the New York City populations? Yeah, um, probably. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how much there is in New York City, but around that. I, I'm not sure if it's twice, but I can tell you Bangladesh is one of, uh, sorry, Dhaka is one of the most top five densely populated cities in the world. So uh, what you can see in this picture is the uh, National Parliament House. And this thing, uh, interesting thing about its architecture, it's, it's really unique. Um, the fun fact is the architect of this building is actually a French architect whose name is Louis Icahn. And this was built around one, uh, I think, 40 years ago. It's really beautiful. And the whole compound you can see all around the main parliament house. People go there every day and the commoners, they can just hang around and see the beautiful sights around. Of course, the entry inside the building is restricted due to security issues, but that's fine. Now, the fine, uh, coming to the almost the final part of the presentation, you can see the beautiful countryside of our nation. Uh, the main thing about our country is that our beauty might not be very something really one of the um, famous wonders of the world, but something really catchy about Bangladesh is really peaceful. And uh, you can really find this kind of peace everywhere. And this is a picture that is taken during, um, uh, probably during October or November. It's almost winter, as you can see. Uh, they're wearing a full sleeved coat and they're returning from probably a river after catching fish. And this, this net that you can see here for catching fish is quite interesting. It's a triangular net and you can get a lot of fish on that. You can clap it like this and set it on our uh, riverbank. Uh, I wish I could show you a video. I, we have shortage of time. Maybe someday else I will show that. And this is another beautiful sunset from the village side. Really pretty. Okay, this is um, a very, 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 one of my favorite cultural practices. So this is during the season of fall. It's during the time of harvest. What they're doing over here, this woman, is they're harvesting paddy. So after you cut the crops from the field, um, they gather it on their, um, in front of their houses and they separate rice the rice grains from the crops like this. As you can see, fishing, I was just talking about a while ago that fishing is very common because there are so, so many rivers. And yeah, the fishermen, even little young boys go to the rivers, they go to the sea, take the large boats. And see, even the, as you can see in the background, the boats are also very colorful. Um, this is another thing everyone loves about Bangladesh is um, every child's dream. Every child's dream is to enjoy like this. So this is a, a mango garden, a mango garden, a random mango garden probably during the month of, in the summer months, probably during April or May. And uh, mango is the most popular most popular and most tasty summer fruit in Bangladesh. And uh, the rain you can see, the beautiful thing, 
the rain and storm during summer along with right it's the dream of every child in the village areas of bangladesh also for the kids in the cities too uh, see in the rainy season this is how rickshaws operate during rainy season see the passengers that are sitting inside they are covering themselves with a um a, a polythene or a plastic cover yeah that's how we move during the rainy season sadly though the driver of the rickshaw they mostly don't use the the things and most of the day go out and wet make them sweat in the rain so that was mostly it for my presentations i would like to thank all of you for this and if i say it in the same words in bangla is dhonnobad the first word you can see is dhonnobad ebong shubhakamana which means good luck all right um Yola, and I don't know if we're running out of time or you want to move into the next section. If we don't have time, probably I would have shown this video, but uh, if they have time, then probably I will just copy the link and maybe people can watch it later time too. Uh, we'll do whatever uh, you ask me to do. Uh, Yola, hello? Uh Maybe we can move to Hello? Q&A session. Uh, sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh? Can you, can you tell me? I said, do you guys want to watch the video now or uh, do you want me to just send the link? A two three three minute video. Um, maybe we we can move to Q and session. Sure, sure, sure. No problem. Oh, okay. So after listening to Aryan's presentation, you guys must have question uh, to Aryan for the uh, for those of you who are having question anything about him or his culture. Feel free to ask. If you want to open your mic. Uh, Please let me know in the chat box. Uh, then you can drop your name in text chat box, or, or you can drop your question in chat box, and I will uh, read for you. Uh, jadi setelah kita mendengarkan uh, presentasi dari Aryan, tapi dari cara kalian, ada yang ingin mengajukan pertanyaan terkait dengan Aryan atau uh, budayanya. Jadi jangan malu-malu bertanya. Dan jika kalian ingin bertanya, kalian bisa. Uh, menulis nama kalian di chat box dan saya akan mempersilahkan kalian untuk bertanya atau kalian bisa melampirkan pertanyaan kalian di chat box dan saya akan membacakannya BTW guys, jangan lupa isi survei di, yang ada di chat box dan sepertinya akan diberikan kepada Aryan So, who want to ask a question first? Uh, may I? Hello. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Sure. Have a question. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you, Brian. Uh, 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 actually, uh, I want to introduce myself. My name is Greville. You can just yes. call me yes. Greville. Yeah. Hello. Nice to meet you, Brian. Nice to meet you too. So, uh, I will give some question. Uh, okay. As I can see, uh, from 
um, your presentation, Aryan, uh, you explain that Bangladesh is one of the cities that has uh, densely uh, populated uh, in your country. Uh, may I, uh, uh, my question is, uh, does Bangladesh have rules or uh, regarding regulation to minimize the population on Bangladesh? Like in uh, in our country, we already have KB or Keluarga Berencana. It's a program where two children are enough and also for minim minimize uh, the population in Indonesia. If it's uh, if it's the Bangladesh habit, uh, what is the pro what is the name of the program? Thank you. Right. Um, actually, there are your. It's a very good question. And in Bangladesh, actually, we have almost the same program over here. And I think there is not only one particular, but uh, the same kind of program about um, going to the villages and uh, telling the communities to uh, about uh, enlightening them about birth control and uh, things like that. Uh, it's a part, it's a campaign that's run from the government and both also from many of the NGOs around there. If you search online, you will find, um, I, I don't exactly remember, but if you search the uh, population control project under BRAC, uh, there is a, the most famous NGO in Bangladesh called BRAC. You can actually find the details to all those projects. But um, my and here's an interesting thing: as my father, he is he actually works with the health ministry um, as a part of an international NGO. So what my father also does is the same kind of things. Like they um, go to the health centers and they have run sessions to those um, village communities and go to them and tell them about how they can. Uh, do practice better reproductive health and all the things like that. Yep, it's a very good question. And the answer to that is yes, we have that program and it's just almost the same. Uh, okay, so the program is successfully, uh, I mean, announced to all the people in Bangladesh or just a few of them? Just a few, sorry. It, it, it's increasing, it's quite a lot now, but you know, uh, in uh, one of the biggest challenges in Bangladesh is still, um, see, there are a lot of instances of the program being implemented, but it will take time to make the people aware, actually aware, like they start to practice them on their own selves. So the things are a lot better, like the uh, increased rate of the population has reduced from 1.6 to 1.2. So like 0.4% decrease in the uh, population increase in last 20 years, it is actually a lot in compared to the other neighboring countries if we uh, compare. So I think probably it will just go better and better um, as the years go on. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> uh, but actually, I just uh, want to know more about uh, uh, for the many of population there is uh, uh, is it uh, any kind of uh, which uh, with your uh, with the culture of Bangladesh that it might be uh, have uh, uh, something that uh, uh, will link it with this uh, with this uh, for the population that the density population. I mean, like the traditional, maybe. I mean, the cost. 
So you mean that um, like the effect of this huge number of population on our culture uh, or something? I mean, uh, I mean the the reason why this uh, uh, what is uh, the reason is happening like this population is getting uh, uh, like more densely like that. Like the reason, like the uh, I mean, like the first. Uh, I don't I don't know what to say. Like uh, like I mean, uh, like in Indonesia, we just uh, we just have like uh. uh like uh, we have a culture that uh, in, uh, in, in, maybe in, in in our traditional culture we have like a same as you same as your country uh, we actually have um, more uh, more people yeah more people in our country so after the density, is called, the density is caused by the culture so that is that the thing um yeah in little, little bit i think like yeah there are some there used to be some stereotypes back in quite earlier it's probably in the 80s or 90s i think um that uh, there were some beliefs uh, in some of the how many of the households that um that they used to see i told you there is a, a lot of um it's, it's a muslim based country so um Around this part of the world, I know that the original religion of Islam doesn't ever say things like that. But in this part of the world, a kind of impression grew in that era, in around 80s or 90s, that um, they expect male child more. So, like, suppose in a family, the first three child that are born just got female. And they will just say, okay, we will just keep giving birth to more child until there is a male child. So this is, you know, the recent programs that have the government and the other organizations have started. One of the main goals of those programs have been to um, put an end to the stereotypical thoughts. Like one of the thoughts is this one. So there are many other things like that. If you are asking that, if there is there any cultural trait that is influencing the, was influencing the growth of population. I think the population growth itself is not the main issue in Bangladesh at this moment. It used to be a very important issue, uh, like even five years before. I hope that, that may probably answer your question. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's uh, uh, what I uh, said. Uh, and actually, um, uh, I want to ask uh, for, for about your program. Is there any of uh, I mean, like uh, uh, hinder for your, uh, for uh, for uh, doing this program in I mean your program for uh, uh, population in the country? Okay, okay. Um, is there any hindrances? Yes, as I uh, mentioned a little while earlier, the main challenge is um, the level of education of the majority of the population, okay? So um, Bangladesh had a, quite a low literacy rate even at the start of this century. Um, that too is also gradually increasing, but you know, um, probably these programs will get more success um, 
few things as we ensure. First of all is ensuring more of female, female education. Huh? In Bangladesh, actually, um, I think boys do get education. Girls, their opportunities are increasing, it's true. But just like many other Asian countries or South Asian countries, I should say, facing the same challenges with us is increasing female education and expanding, giving the uh, women more opportunity to work uh, in offices and other equal jobs as men. These are some of the things when they will be established. These will also help these programs for controlling population even better. Because when um, both men and women are educated, they will be more aware of their own life, they will be aware of their health, they will be aware of their family, and as a result, they will be able to do the family planning and things like that more easily. So these are the challenges and what we have been doing to mitigate those problems. Oh, it's it's great to hear uh, hear that about that. Uh, so all the all the people in Bangladesh are already educated with the uh, with the program, especially for the uh, female and male. For, uh, They're trying to reach more people, and if not all, still it's reaching almost every region. But as I say. We probably are reaching all the radiances, but it's just the effectiveness probably, the result will take a little bit more time to see fully effective. That's the thing. Uh, I see. Uh, I think it's enough for me. Thank you, Aryan, yeah. for your answer my question. And I'm sorry for a lot of my uh, questions. No, no, no. It's totally fine. It was actually really good questions, you know, especially if uh, I know many uh, students around the world, they're actually when they study sociology and uh, social sciences, um, they like to come to countries like Bangladesh and work on projects like that. So, uh, by the way, what, uh, Gretel, uh, are, are you a college student too? Yeah, sure. I'm a college. So, are, what are you studying? Uh, sorry, what? Which which department are you studying in? Uh, I'm studying uh, in the department in industrial engineering. Engineering, I see. How about you? Yeah, that's, you? Oh, I, I'm still in the last year of my high school. Uh, I'm basically a science major, but I'm still in high school. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, uh, there is another question in the comment box I can see is someone said, uh, I had a, Yusuf said, I had a task from my lecturer about air quality index and then discovered, according to the IQ care, okay, in 2019, Bangladesh, one of the bad air, okay, Bangladesh has one of the bad air quality. What do you think about that? Well, actually, it's not Bangladesh in general. It's actually probably talking about Dhaka city. Yes, Dhaka city is actually getting really tough at this moment because there are so many vehicles, so much construction going on, so many um, transportation projects too. Recently, we're making the metro rail, the first ever metro rail in the history of Bangladesh. And all these projects are really causing a lot of constructions and a lot, lot of dust. And lots of industries are growing up too in Bangladesh. And yeah, I think environmental issues is like one of the more challenging things at this moment in Bangladesh. And um, the more of the researches are going on to 
make the environment more eco-friendly. Uh, anyone else with any questions? Okay. Hi, I have a question. Okay. Hello. Uh, yeah, my question is, uh, what is the most Bangladesh thing for uh, Bangladesh people? Um, and what do you think a kind of culture shock a tourist would get in um, Bangladesh? Thank you. Incredible question. Oh, yeah. Incredible question. So what is the most Bangladesh thing have? Um, <laughs> Bangladesh thing. It depends on what you on which uh, arena you are talking about. Uh, if you ask me, um, I think Bangladesh has in the recent years something that that entertains all the people in Bangladesh is the game of cricket, and it's the most popular sport in Bangladesh. I don't know how much uh, cricket is known is in Indonesia, but uh, all the South Asian countries, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and India are crazy about cricket, especially Bangladesh. At this moment, what I'm wearing is actually a jersey from uh, the national cricket team of Bangladesh. So that's wow, what that's I. Cool. So that's what, what. To me, that's the most Bangladesh thing, and I don't know. It just may, maybe varies from person to person. Uh, for some people, the most Bengali thing might be if you talk about families. Um, it's always about greeting the elders. And you know, when we mention our elders, um, we always use some words like, um, so some, if, if it's a boy or a male who is elder to us, we don't just call them by their name. We call him, say someone's name. Okay, um, say, what's your name? Who asked me the question? Can you tell me your name? It's Andy, you can just call Andy. me Andy. Okay. Andy, let's say you're older than me, let's suppose. So in Bangladesh, if I were, I would call you Andy Apu. Okay? That see that word extra I added at the end? Apu? That actually yes. means an elder sister. Similarly, um, say someone younger than me is gonna address me in Bangladesh, he's gonna call me Aryan Bhaya. Bhaya, the word comes from Bhai, Bhai means brother. So that's how we Pay respect to each other, and that's a common thing. So yeah, there are actually many such little little elements in culture that is uh, that can just remind you of being Bangladeshi, and it actually depends on what you're talking about. Talking about the second question, which is the uh, what, what's the biggest culture cultural shock? shock. Mm -hmm. Cultural shock. Hmm. Hmm. I think for. I don't know about what will happen to uh, Asian tourists, but Western tourists might, what, might, what they can feel uh, shocking is um, in Bangladesh, as well as in India and Pakistan, that happens that um, in the washrooms or the bathrooms, um, we don't have the system like there is a, a separate place for bathing and a separate room for um, a sink, that's not like that. And, you know, we just manually use water buckets and how we bathe is just we take water from the bucket and we just pour it on ourselves. I think this is one system of uh, 
this can be one cultural shock because in the US or the UK, people are mostly used to using bathtubs and showers. Not that there are not showers over here, but there are showers in all the bathrooms, but they don't use it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's the same here. We have bucket shower as well. And also we have a saying uh, to our older people who are older than us, uh, but it's more uh, general neutral. So we say kaka and then their name, for example, Ka Aryan, if you are older than me, but I think because you are still in high school, it means that you are younger than me. So, yeah, I would be your Apu, Andi Apu, is it right? Yes, press. <laughs> okay, I think Aryan is disconnected or something. <laughs> Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you now. You were left for a moment. Is it, is it okay? Yes, we can hear you. I think he has a bad connection. Maybe Sila can. Can you contact with him? Oh, okay. He's in the chat box. Can you hear me now as well? Yes. yes. All right, that's great. But can you see me? No. No, I can't. It's like the camera is showing on and I'm not on the weird, really weird. It's okay. Well, anyway, can you tell me the difference or can you tell us the difference of of cricket and softball because I look it up at in Google and I yeah. see cricket has different bats. Oh wow! So you, how do you know about softball? Do you guys have it in Indonesia? Yeah, we have softball here. Oh, that's awesome! All right, this will be now very interesting to explain. Uh, I think it would have been better if I had a picture with me at this moment, but um, okay. So cricket, of course, as you said, it has a flatter bat. And you know what yeah. softball is that um, you just pitch the ball straight at the batter and the ball cannot drop on the ground. But in cricket, the rule is 
um, it has to go one bounce. You'll have to go throw it to the pitcher, sorry, throw it to the batter at one bounce. And another thing is, a softball diamond is, uh, is like a dice, right? It's shaped like a dice. It's like a diamond, or more, more yeah. I should say. So it has four, four bases and the pitcher in the middle. So how does a cricket pitch look? Cricket pitch is um, a very narrow rectangular strip of soil, which has like just two bases at, at its two ends. It's a straight, just imagine a straight piece of, uh, let's say a narrow piece of road. Imagine you cut a piece of road, which is like at, um, 60 feet long, and you put three sticks at each end. And those three sticks are called stumps. And those are, those act like the basis in the game of cricket. And yeah, so that's how you play cricket. Basically, another main difference in cricket is, um, you know, in softball, what you guys do? When you hit the ball, the batter has to run through the four bases. And once he has run through all the four bases, he completes one run, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. In, in cricket, there is always two batters standing at the two opposite bases. And when you hit the ball, both the runners have to run to the opposite end, okay? If both of the players can reach to the opposite end, then they count one run. And um, just like in softball, um, you guys, before well, the batter reaches the other base, if they return the ball to that base, the bat batter is out. In cricket, uh, not re reaching the ball to the base is not enough. You will have to actually take down, knock down one of those uh, three sticks on the ground to make the batsman out. That's really unique. I would love to yeah. watch a live cricket someday. Oh, sure, sure. I, 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 can, I can actually give you the link of uh, one of the YouTube channels in Bangladesh that and broadcast the cricket games. Oh, that'd be great. Please send it. Thank oh, you, sure, Ariane. Sure. Yep, no problem. Meanwhile, let me try to get back my phone, but it's all right. You guys can ask me questions. Uh, meanwhile, I'm getting back. I mean, my face is getting back. <laughs> I, I'm here, my face is not here. Ariane, I have a question. Yep. Hello, Andy. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so before I cut to the chase, let me introduce myself. So my name is Andy Sarjan, but everybody called me Sarjan. And maybe you can call me Sarjan. Okay, I'll call you Sarjan. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so my question is, First, I want to tell you my experience that I have met with the Bangladesh and the I'm sorry how uh, how I meet with him that I put my circle on Makassar Dagang and 
the people uh, uh, the person who interested with my cycle uh, people from the Bangladesh mm-hmm. and uh, he he came to my house uh, and then we reaching uh, an agreement uh, about the price over and then after that we have uh, we have talked about the our, uh, our story about our country between us and uh, I mean I I told him uh, about my country and then he told me about him, his country and the most interesting part between me and him that he told me that he he came to to I mean in uh, Indonesia because uh, there is a uh, there was a conflict in their country I mean uh, it's not safe so they uh, he told me to, he told me too that uh, many people that scared to visit Bangladesh or any country around it or around it because the conflict there so maybe uh, what do you think about this uh, can you straighten this conception is it the misconception or true or what okay okay so um, I understood more, most of the part of what you said but oh, particularly which conflict was your friend talking about? Uh, can I know that first again? Yeah. Like, uh, what was exactly the concept you were talking about? If you discuss this, I can... Uh, I, I mean, mean to... what, what was the subject of the conflict that he mentioned? Was it political, religious, or...? Uh, yes, uh, about, uh, like, religious. Religious and maybe the political Yes, that. Okay, um, not don't know too much about politics, but um, or won't make too many comments about politics. Um, yeah, if you have been um, just like many other countries in the world, I think as much as I follow the all the Asian countries, politics and um, about movement by the general public is a very common thing in all these countries and. Bangladesh is no exception to that. Um, if you think two years ago, there often happens things like that, that um, there is a disagreement between the government or the public and then uh, the general people go out on the roads and do movement against that decision of the government. If you guys remember, I don't know how many of you have seen those news a couple of years ago when we had, had this big movement of uh, demanding safe roads in Bangladesh because street accidents were really increasing at that time. And there were actually um, the drivers or the people who commit, who are responsible for the accident, for their carelessness, were not um, punished enough under the law. So those were some of the things where, that's why they were, um, we were doing the movement for. So that goes for the political stuff. Talking about religion, if there is conflict that um, you take telling that some people from traveling from outside Bangladesh to Bangladesh are facing. Um, if that's the case, I think, see, religious conflicts, uh, if you talk about social media and stuff, 
it exists in many of the countries, uh, even in the Western countries that we know very well. You guys have recently heard what happened in France about the prophet and um, the world's reaction to that. And then things like that, uh, religious hatred, all of this happened in the US, happened in the uh, in the Britain and many other places. So in Bangladesh, it's just the same. There are always, and I, I, one thing I believe that, that there will always will be a group of people in every country who will be religious extremists and they will keep doing the things that we shouldn't do in the name of religion. Naturally, this is not the culture of Bangladesh that it supports. And this is not the spirit of Bangladeshis, not at all. Uh, especially um, if you talk about the ancient times since uh, the fourth century AD or the fifth century AD, since the time when Bangla, Bangla culture has started to evolve. If you search online, you might get some of the um, literature pieces from that time that actually depict that um, all the scholars from different continents of the world that used to come to this land, they used to say one thing about the people over here. Like Bangladesh's general people are the most simple hearted and uh, one of the most uh, people who don't actually care about religious differences that much. If you talk about naturally, Bangladesh's culture's main spirit has been that it is enriched by all the four different religions together. Like we can, we should thank all the all the existence of all every of the four religions: Islam, Hinduism, Christianism, and Buddhism, for making Bangladeshi culture so rich and made up of so many different festivals and so many different practices that are so good. Like these are our pride. So, but as I said, um, as the time progressed um, in recent years, all around the world, terms like um, religious radicalism, radical being Islamist, things like that, that have evolved in different regions of the world. And Bangladesh is not an exception. There will be some, as I say, there will be some people with extreme thoughts. So what happens there is um, some section of the people have got too much strict on religion and they actually don't like what we practice uh, in the as a, in a religious harmony because often to those people who follow religion or follow Islam too strictly, they have things like um, they have a hard time coping up with the uh, um, mixture of different cultures, you see? But, you know, as I said in, earlier in my presentation, a huge percentage of the population of Bangladesh is now the young generation. And what the good news is in Bangladesh that the young, most of the young generation people, they actually do not let um, this kind of radical thoughts increase too much. Whenever there is something, a group of people spreading hatred, a group of people spreading hatred for other religions getting extreme. We try our best to stop that and to protest against that. Um, maybe one or two separate events of violence still happens every year and it's really unfortunate. But I will still say Bangladesh is peaceful more than many, many of the countries around.
Uh, I don't know uh, if that answered your question properly. Um, okay, uh, that you give me a lot of uh, information about Bangladesh. So maybe just a certain elements that you don't know. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. My pleasure. Sure. And someone in the comment section wants to ask. Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Do you have any exotic animals in Bangladesh? Uh, maybe Amanda, Asnisha will be the last question. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Any exotic animals in Bangladesh? Just like in uh, Indonesia, we have Komodo. Do we have any what animal? Exotic animals. Exciting animal? Yes. Exciting animal, yeah. Uh, in the presentation I saw you, uh, showed you all uh, the Royal Bengal Tiger. It's really gorgeous. It's royal. It actually looks like a king. <laughs> That's one very fascinating animal. Um, actually, talking about animals of Bangladesh, we can actually make a whole different session. Uh, sadly, um, Bangladesh had many more animals uh, hiding in the different forests that were in the you know, eastern and southern along the boundary region, huh? where people, there hasn't been many, too many people. But sadly, in the recent years, I really felt sad about it. That many of the animal species got extinct. Yeah, some of them were, uh, it's called the blue cow, and one other thing we call it is gorial. Gorial is, uh, is almost like an alligator, okay? It's like alligator, but it also is quite stout compared to what we see as normal alligator. I wish I could show you all the pictures of it, um, maybe if you guys uh, can um, still want to this, I can maybe provide you guys. You want to see? Probably more resources, more pictures. Yeah, other than that, this is mainly it. Bangladesh don't have many, too many um, uh, unique animals at this moment. Royal Bengal tiger is probably one because it's already almost extinct in the world. And as I said, most of them are in Bangladesh at this moment, which are alive. Is there any more questions? Anybody? Hello, okay, yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yep, welcome. Uh, maybe the question from Amanda is the last question. Yep. Uh, because okay. uh, the time is already showing uh, quiz session, so now we will move to the quiz. All right, the fun part. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, sekarang kita move on to the quiz. Untuk link dan kodenya, 
uh, bisa dicek di chat box. Jadi pemenang dari kuis ini akan mendapatkan hadiah dari Arian. Hey, can I get the quiz too? <laughs> uh, you probably cannot join it, Arian, because you will get the number one. You will be the winner probably. So everyone, please join the game, ya. Yeah? So the game, so you can click the link um, on the chat box. And yeah, we hope you all join here. So we expect more than 20 people to join the game. Okay, we already have three people in. So we need more. Oh, cool. You guys got the screen on. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that. That's really cool. All right, I guess I take this one. Nice. Okay, so Aryan, you probably can see the question, but please don't spoil the answer, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know which questions did you put up in the end. <laughs> yeah, we'll see together. Oh, see the uh, name. Okay. Thank you, Aryan. <laughs> That's so nice. What? Someone's name is thank you, Aryan? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome, whoever you are. <laughs> okay, please, more people come in. We have 14, so we probably expect six people more to join. Okay, now 15. 15. Okay. So we will have nine questions probably here about Bangladesh. So for those of you who win this game, you will get a postcard from Aryan. Is that right, Aryan? Yeah. Okay, is there more people to join? Should we start in 9.26, everybody? <laughs> who is that your secret admirer? So we will start in a couple of minutes. No, in a minute probably. Okay. So without any further ado, everyone, let's get ready. We will start in three, two, one. Okay. Hmm. How do you say hello in Mama? Um, is it this one? No, correct. Second one. Oh, what's in the first place? I didn't see it. Oh, how many population? Uh oh. Okay. Who is the moderator of We Cultures? What? <laughs> <laughs> that who took the first place 
So Orion, where do you live? Do you live in Dhaka? Yep, I live in the capital. Wow. So yeah, Aryan, I wonder, do you do you face like road congestion every day? Since you have a massive population um, right now. This year it's been much better thanks to the pandemic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is uh, at home. Uh, yeah, it's, it's improving a little bit. Like, mm, those congestions are mostly now in during the morning and in the evening. Uh, midday times are quite okay now. Uh, let's see how it goes after the new metro rail starts, probably from next year. No, no, maybe a year after next year. We're expecting that it will, the road congestion will get even less. Mm. Ooh, I can see competition. <laughs> oh! Who is the biggest speaker of today? Hmm, who is he? I wonder. So how about Aryan? Aryan the alien, Azim. <laughs> do you work at home, like stay at home right now? Or do yeah, you still I'm be able to stay go stay outside? Home. No, I, I'm grounded. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> no way. Well, kind of. Oh. Do, you, do you still have to use your mask right there? Or is it okay? Who is the we all should use still mask, but most people just don't care. Oh. Sadly. Okay. Things are better, though. Um, we just hope it doesn't get worse. Mm. Okay, so we have two people left, but one of them, oh wait, four people left, but one of them, I think, they just joined the game but didn't play the game, so we technically have three people left. So currently, the number one is Nas, our president of our organization. So, I get the second place. Should we wait for others? Okay, the end. Let's see who won. Yeah, okay. Drum roll, please. Oh, Okay, the number one. We have your secret admirer. Who is <laughs> I'm the same Oh, you are Kayola. Oh, okay. wow. So the third winner is Yam the Dalus. Who is that? So, okay. For the winner, we have a prize here. Capres, are you ready for your prize? Congratulations. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, congratulations. I will show you right away. Congrats, Press. <laughs> thank you, guys, and thank you, Aryan, for the prize. Ah, you're welcome. Your credit goes to Sila and Yola and all of them who made this program so interesting. Oh, oh wow, that's so beautiful. This wow. That's wow. cool. Do you like it? Sila did, a, Sila did a great job on editing it. I love right. it. Thank you, okay, guys. Congratulations, Thank you. Ka. Uh, 
Okay, yes. now I will give it back to Kak Yola as the moderator. Well, so congratulations to Press, got the first winner. And now uh, we are going to give a certificate to Arian uh, for, from us for being an amazing speaker this evening. Please someone show us the certificate. Maybe Sila? Oh, yeah, Kak. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. Oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> this is such an honor. Oh wow. Dan untuk peserta We Culture juga akan mendapatkan sertifikat bagi yang mengisi survei yang ada di chat box. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, we are move on to the photo session. Please turn on your camera and the photographer give us sign for taking a picture. Guys, make sure you are smiling, okay? Am I still visible? Yes, or still not? visible. Yeah. I still can see you. Oh, wait, face. you guys can see me? Yeah. Oh, okay. L uh, let, me, let me show you my HD face now. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, maybe Brillianita, can you please do a screenshot? Make sure you, are, you guys are smiling. Yeah, and everyone, please turn on your camera. I see Amanda right there. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Don't be shy, shy cat, guys. Yeah. You guys are gorgeous. <laughs> we would like to see your faces. Can anyone do a screenshot? Maybe Kayola will count it. Okay, sure. Three, two, one. Okay. Uh, now we do a welcome kosong sembilan sign. Okay, so Arian, uh, use your right hand, do this, and flip it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so maybe Kayola can count it. Oh, I had the back connection. Three, two, one. Okay. 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 This is so sad. We are reaching the end of the session. We'll, we would like to say a huge thanks to Arian for sparing his time, sharing his culture to us. It was such an open-eye presentation about Bangladesh. Uh, I'm looking forward to see you there in the future. Also, thank you to all the participants who participate to this event. We hope to see your name the uh, survey yang ada di chat box and hope to see you at the next Reculture. Thank you, everyone, and have a good day for Aryan and good evening for the others. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Aryan.
Have a good Thank day. Thank you. Thank you, Ariane. Oh, yeah, Ariane, you're muted. We cannot hear you. Did you say <laughs> All this while. Hello? Ariane, could you, could you put could your you put Instagram? Your, I don't know, maybe your social media? You can put your social media on the chat box. Gentlemen, following? Follow me, Kristin. Okay, fall back. Ada. Ada. Ada, Ada, kan? Ada, Ada, kan? 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 Ada, kan